When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. So the playoff picture is starting to shape up a little bit, Cordell. Um, you know, we're starting to see who's going to make their way into the playoffs. Now, there's one spot that appears to still be open, and that's the seventh spot, which ironically, the Miami Dolphins are currently in. And they're in a situation where um, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, Tua was just put back into um, concussion protocol, and a lot of people are starting to ask for Tua to sit out the rest of the season, even though, you know, they're in a playoff hunt. Um, their last two games are against the Patriots and the Jets, which, you know, de- depending on who you ask, can potentially be winning games for them and can solidify their playoff spot. But ultimately, the rest of the the, the spots have been, uh, you know, locked in. The The seating is where the we haven't decided what it is. And so uh, according to our buddy at the Baltimore Sun, Jonas Schaefer, he mentioned that the Ravens, uh, wanted to root for the char against the Chargers last night because if they um, likely finished eleven and six, the Chargers would win a tiebreaker uh, for the number five seed because they have a superior AFC record, and so you know that would mean um, that the Ravens could potentially play the Bengals again um, after their week 18 matchup. And we saw this a couple of years, of, of years ago. I believe this was the first season or maybe the second season in which they implemented a seventh seed where we saw Cleveland play Pittsburgh two weeks in a row and two weeks in a row, you saw what happened, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So the Chargers go on and they beat, the Colts, so it just made it a little bit harder. So we originally went from, oh, you know, the Ravens are a five seed. They'll probably play Jacksonville, it's looking like right now, because as of right now, the Jags have um, the lead in the AFC South. Well, the Chargers would potentially make that harder because they play two bad teams at the end of the season, like the Rams and the Broncos. And we already know that the Broncos just fired their head coach. And then the Rams really just 
playing with a bunch of dudes that I don't even know. So, oh, outside of Baker Mayfield. And look, look, I know what the Rams just did to the Broncos. I'm completely aware that maybe they'd want to play and fight. But look, it's all, they're not a good football team either. So it's very possible that the Chargers will find a way to win that football game. So, you know, I feel like, look, you got to try to find a way to win these last two games if you're the Ravens and hope that the Bills can find a way to to kind of lay you up one. Because playing at home, no matter the opponent, the, the, the advantage will always be at home with your home crowd, you know what I mean, and, and, and figuring out who your opponent is, hoping that maybe the weather could potentially play a role, you know, all of these different things. And so at first I was like, Jacksonville to me is a formidable matchup if they have to go to the road. Now, if you're telling me that I got to play the Bengals two weeks in a row, (laughs) well, I would much rather play them at home if I got to do that than play them in Cincinnati two weeks in a row. Oh, definitely. Uh, You would, you would really like to avoid the Bengals in the play in the first round completely uh, if if you can um, for sure. But you know, they, they got to play, whoever whoever's in their way um and ultimately none of that will matter if you know the ravens can continue to win if nothing else if the ravens went out the ravens will keep that fifth seed and they'll get to play the winner of the afc uh south things only change if the Chargers, if the ravens fall to the stillers or the Bengals, and the Chargers went out i'm still not completely sold on the Chargers, they're beating up on bad teams right now. They've got two bad teams left on their schedule. So, yeah, I mean, I understand thinking that they're going to be the ones to win both of those games, but they could easily uh, drop a game, if not two, uh, against those teams because they're not great um, themselves. Yeah. Uh, But like I said, the Ravens ultimately, they just got to go out there and win. They got to go out there and win. You definitely don't want to have to play Cincinnati back-to-back weeks, um, especially considering both of those games will be in Cincinnati. That's not what you want to do. Um, you want to give yourself the best chance to be able to to have sustainability in the playoffs, and that's to get you as favorable of a matchup as possible. Now, the thing is, you know, um, they play against the four seed. They play Jacksonville. Then they, if if they were – to beat Jacksonville, then what? They would play uh, maybe the either probably the Chiefs or the uh, the Bengals right after that. I gotta I gotta see how the standings uh, would shake up because two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five, um, and then yeah, actually they they may end up playing the the bills uh but either way if they win in the wild card their their next matchup isn't going to be easy no matter who they play um so yeah they may be able to sneak one past the jaguars if they get them in the first round but you're gonna have to play some real teams uh after that and ultimately you know if you want to win the super bowl it's not about ducking and dodging opponents you got to play who you play and you got to beat whoever's in front of you um and the ravens are going to have to play a lot better than what they're playing right now if they really want to have sustainability in the playoffs. That's just really what it boils down to right now. Uh, Look, the uncertainty of the quarterback situation and who's going to play and the way that the defense has not really rushed the passer, like you mentioned, 
um, in previous weeks makes this interesting. And I agree with you. The Chargers are too inconsistent to me, um, you know, given all the talent that they have. And look, I know that they were dealing with injuries. So people will sit here and say, well, they were, you know, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. and You know, <laughs> look, the Ravens have. 10 wins and never had a Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. So I'm really not sure what you want me to say to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's no excuse to me. Uh, and that says a lot about coaching and that says a lot about potentially with the guys that you do have. So I agree with you. Like, I'm not really sure. Look, the Broncos don't have Nathaniel Hackett no more. And maybe the last two weeks, whoever comes in wants to try to get some type of – oh, it's actually um, Jerry Rossberg, former yeah. Ravens special yeah. team coach. If Rossberg wants to really, you know, try to be a head coach somewhere, which I don't know what he, what he wants to do. Well, if he wants to make a mark, he can really be saying, well, let, all right, they're in the playoffs, but I ain't trying to help them with a seating position. We're going to go out there and fight. We're going to do the best that we can. So I, I don't expect either team to just lay over and let the Chargers win simply because they're not doing good. Right. Um, you know, but it, it's it's it really is interesting how to feel about this because it's you want to be like, why well, we'll play anybody. That that sounds good. Right. <laughs> that sounds good. But ultimately, you're not well equipped mm -hmm. um, as the Ravens organization, team, roster, whatever. You're not well equipped to play against better teams like the Chiefs, like the Bills. Yes, I understand that the Bills won with zero, zero, zero remaining on the clock. But that was a lifetime ago. And the Ravens have descended since then. And I don't necessarily want to say that the, the Bills have ascended because I've seen them struggle as well. I've seen them play games that they've struggled too. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that it, is that their dissension isn't, isn't what we've seen with the Ravens. At least they're getting the touchdowns to their wide receivers at the very least. So, you know, it's, it's, you, it does matter. Seeding does matter. And, you know, if the Ravens are going feel like that they're going to have to play the Bengals, you'd much rather have to play the Bengals at home than play them in Cincinnati. I mean, that's how I see that. You can hopefully get the home crowd behind you. You know, you can get some intangibles that – and I know that this season hasn't really said a lot about home field advantage because they've lost a few games at home. But there's never going to be a, a day where you don't think playoffs and home field – doesn't somewhat work in your favor. Um, you really have to just hope on a couple of things. Like I said, you hope that the Chargers find a way to lose at least the Broncos game, right? Because based on Jonas's tweet, they have the AFC advantage, which means the Broncos is the game that they need to lose, right? right? I mean, I, you know, obviously you want them to lose both, but you don't see that happening. But if they do lose, you want it to be against the Broncos. That's how I see that period um, but it, you, you gotta the Ravens have to just do their thing they have to find a way to win out uh, it ain't gonna be easy no one said it was gonna be easy particularly when you're seeing the way that the Bengals are playing right now it's not going to be easy and add the fact that the Steelers are not out of contention by the way you thought that the, the Raiders really did us did not do us a solid quite frankly um, because had they lost, they probably would have been out of contention. Well, they won, and so there's still a, sh a, a, a slither of chance 
that the Steelers, so you know that they're going to play hard right. come Sunday night. And the league does too, which is why they flexed it. But yeah. they, the Ravens just got to find, they have to do their part, which is finding a way to win these last two football games and hoping that the universe is kind to them and allows them to get a better opportunity when the playoffs come. And while Jacksonville may be the, the favorable matchup is, I mean, even that's going to be tough. Jacksonville has already yep. beaten them. We've seen the way Jacksonville has played over the last couple of weeks. Trevor Lawrence is clearly in a groove. This offense is, is booming right now. 400 yards passing. They're scoring points. They're getting big plays. You know, they're, they're making it happen. And their defense is forcing turnovers. Their defense is playing good enough right now. So going back to Jacksonville, it, it, it may not be the blessing that they think it is. You know, it, it, at this time of year, uh, whoever gets in the playoffs is a good team. I don't care what the record is, to be honest with you, um, because that record is a, it shows what their win-loss situation has been all year. But it doesn't tell the whole story. It doesn't tell you, when you look at their record, that Jacksonville has been one of the hotter teams uh, over the last month or so. So you, you got to be careful when you're going up against a team that's kind of humming at the right time. Um, and you can't overlook anybody in the playoffs. I, so the Ravens are going to have to get used to playing 64 minutes of football. They haven't done a great job of that this year, blowing a couple of leads, one of them against Jacksonville. Yep. Um, so, you know, come playoff time, they're going to have to actually put teams away. That Can they do that? Can they even get a lead to put teams away? <laughs> Scoring points has been, you know, uh, a tough thing for them to do over the last month. So if they, they're going to have to score more than what they're doing, they're going to have to get to the quarterback more than what they're doing. And they're going to have to close out games better than what they've been doing. And the thing is, it's crazy. You know, you see how the Ravens have, have been, their record since Lamar has um, been out and they've won three, they lost one. And that look, that's an amazing feat because we saw a year ago what they were like without Lamar. They weren't able to win down the stretch without him being there. But even with that said, Cordell, that three and one, it don't feel like it. I can't explain it, but it doesn't feel like three and one. Uh, you know, anybody else would be like, wow, we were able to manage, you know, getting out of some some games without our starting quarterback. And look, that's a great – I am not trying to take that away. That's a great feat. I'm never going to say that that's not a great feat. However, it doesn't feel like it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. It just – it's kind of like – it's kind of like – the Ravens made the playoffs, and I don't know. Does it feel like people are excited about it? You know what I'm Not saying? Not really. I think I think people look at this team, and it's kind of hard to imagine that they're going to have much success in the playoffs. That's the reality. It's yeah. it's tough to really see it. I mean, um, it's great to win games. You're never really going to complain about winning football games, but you, you look at the big picture, and yeah, what would beat Atlanta? may not beat, you know, a playoff team. You know, that that's really what it boils down to. Your performances against some of these bottom-of-the-barrel teams that you're facing down the stretch, they're not going to cut it in January when you're going up against a team that has won their division or, a, you know, a team that's that's been hot over the last month or something like that. But, you know, the ble the – the one thing could be: Can the will the Ravens play up to their competition? Will yeah. will this will the step up in competition force them to kind of be at their best? 
Um, that's not something you really want to depend on. You want to obviously be at your best every time you go on a football field, but whatever works, whatever works at this time of year, get it, find a way to get it done. And that's the one thing I can take as a positive from this team. No, it has not been pretty for the most part, but to go out there and win without your best player, go three and one without your best player right now, it says something about this team. I mean, it says something that they have found a bunch of different ways to win. They've also found a bunch of different ways to lose. Um, But, you know, this time of year is when you have to uh, be able to win games when you're not necessarily playing your best. You have to be able to win those tug-of-war types of games in the playoffs. It's not all going to be rosy. Um, So that's the one thing you could kind of hang your hat on as a Ravens fan is the fact that, you know, your team doesn't necessarily have to play their best football to win games. And it's crazy. You know, we've been very critical of coaching all year and rightfully so. Right. Um, But, you know, with so much on the field dysfunction and so much off the field chatter in terms of Lamar for them to be where they are to me is quite frankly, a little is quite frankly, amazing. And add the fact that there's at least four games of the five losses that they had in which they were in control and they just simply, you know, took the the foot off the gas or some injuries happened that kind of forced them to, to not be in a great position to win those football games, but they've been in every single game. And, and that's, (laughs) Again, as critical as we can be about coaching, sometimes you got to give coaching their flowers too. Uh, That's a big part of how they've gotten there. It says a lot about how resilient they are. And um, so that is, I agree with you. That's the one positive that you can really gain from this is that, you know, somehow they found a way to, to, to keep it together good enough to the point where they were able to, to have a playoff berth. So, you know, uh, kudos to them for that. And then I'm, we're still going to be critical because I ain't going to never stop doing that. But I do have to give props for where props is due. They, they could have unraveled and they found a way to stay the course and win some football games without their best player on the football field. And you really can't ask for anything more. So we want to thank you all for listening to the podcast on Friday. We will preview the matchup um, against the Steelers who just don't want to go anywhere dog they just don't want to go anywhere like like just a month ago they were like in a position to have a top five pick now they're like sitting outside the playoffs and i'm annoyed by that okay so we're gonna we're gonna talk about what potentially this game is going to be like um on new year's day and uh, we'll give you our predictions hopefully cordell Although you struggled a couple weeks, Corey. Yeah, I, I mean, your know. overall record is still is still good enough for me to have some faith in you. I gave up <laughs> on myself a long time ago, so. <laughs> yeah, I've been struggling these last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, I think we both chose Atlanta. Uh, we did. Baltimore to, to beat Atlanta. School wasn't exactly right. I mean, I had 17-16. Ravens got the 17 for me. Uh, Atlanta couldn't, couldn't get that other touchdown. But, yeah, uh, hopefully, I mean – preliminary i feel i feel pretty good about this game but we'll definitely see how it how it goes as we get closer all right so we'll see if cordell changes his mind by friday hopefully he still got some good juju in there and he won't and i'll give you my prediction as well thank you everyone for listening so from cordell to me this is winning drive